0: All right, everyone, let's get started, shall we? In the trenches, on the fringes. Trading cool stories for free drinks. This is Soundwaves TMI.
1: Welcome to Soundwaves TMI, Dennis Willis, Stephen Kirk, and Chasta. And you know what, guys? Um, I didn't actually see aliens coming to Earth and us blowing them out of the sky on my 2023 bingo card.
0: What the F? I thought we left this shit in 2020, (laughs) 2021, and 2022. Like, holy God.
2: Well, you know, when you have the sequel, you always have to do it bigger and better. So, you know, worldwide pandemic, you've got to go outside of the sphere of your actual globe in order to, uh, you know, keep it interesting.
0: That is true. That's a a good point from film buffs. You're right. Look,
1: here's the thing. How many goddamn alien movies have we seen? That start this way and generally don't end up the way you think it's going to be. So we're just going to like blow them out of the sky. Good first move, guys.
0: Okay. So, seriously, on Sunday, everybody was watching the Super Bowl and I don't sports ball. So I was, you know, <laughs> actually doing other things and I'm reading the news. I'm literally in Newsweek, like reading up on this. And I'm like, okay, I know Rihanna's playing the halftime show and everything, but holy shit, the aliens are here. <laughs> they shot down four things at, in five days. And one was the spy balloon. That's kind of what started it off. And then everything else is objects. And it's so interesting to me because when I dove into it, like I was reading like Pentagon updates and stuff like that and military updates. And they were saying we're using the word object for a reason as an unidentified flying object. I'm not a, a like alien's person. Um in general, I guess I'm not like a conspiracy theorist with the hat and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> But I do, I think it's really dumb to pretend like we're it, like in this whole, you know, forever space continuum that this is all we have. I mean, that's just dumb to me.
2: So how much of this are you hanging your hat on? How much of this is 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 keeping you awake at night and worried about it and all that?
0: We're shooting shit out of the sky, like left (laughs) and right. I mean, but here's the thing. I did find out today they were saying something like we're really our... um, Tool. OK, I'm going to botch this. So hashtag not in reporter mode right now. OK, Um, somebody said today that like our um sonar has gotten really, 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 really specialized and can like get down to tiny granules of things. So it could be like a mylar balloon or a flock of geese, flock of seagulls. Hey, I mean, it could be it could be things like that. And I'm overreacting and maybe that's why nobody else is freaking out. I don't know.
2: They certainly have. uh Thrown the unidentified object terminology around, but they are quick to also. When I say they, I talk about our our government. You know, they're also quick to say that uh, it's just unidentified. We don't know what it is yet. We're shooting shit down. Um, we're not doing it over populated areas, regardless of what some fractioned members of some parties are saying. Oh, just blow it down. No, let's wait till it's not going to drop on a busload of nuns or something. Okay, <laughs> and uh, you know it's, they're they're collecting up stuff. We'll figure out what it is, you know, and if the government deems that we need to know, then I'm sure they will. But but all the alien movie crap aside, let me make you feel a little bit better. okay? Mm -hmm. take a look at the universe, Chasta. Mm -hmm. Let's let's get all, uh, you know, sort of uh, ethereal for a minute here. You take a look at the, the, the history of the universe, billions of years, right? Now we've only been on this planet as people, as civilization, for you know a few thousand years, and and man walking upright and all that, a few hundred thousand years. So for billions and billions of years, there have probably been civilizations that have come and gone somewhere in the galaxy and they they've already either their sun blew up or they blew themselves up and and it could have happened millions of years ago before we even crawled out of the muck you know mm-hmm. the chances and and you've seen like the stuff from that James Webb telescope all those amazing images of all those oh yeah these galaxies that are just billions of light years away and all the chance that anybody from out there has came and found us here it's it's so unlikely it's it's ridiculous as much as I would love to believe that little green men are, you know, hanging out and stuff like that, I mean, that, to be honest with you, I think the lizard people thing is more likely than aliens <laughs> <laughs> coming down here. So, so you're telling
0: me there's a chance? I'm hearing. I'm <laughs> hearing Jim Carrey. It's Dumb a small and chance.
1: But there is a chance. But yeah, for many years, I've 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 often said that Earth is the planet that when the aliens fly by, they roll up the windows, lock the doors and go faster.
0: That's probably very. accurate. And this is just
1: proving that point, you know, no,
0: you know, it's funny, Stevie. I, you're right. And it, it it is very egotistical to think that in our lifetime, it's going to happen when we're here, you know, and it hasn't happened. But, you know, I get tripped out whenever I watch things like, you know, ancient aliens or all kinds of crazy shit on Netflix now these days where they go back and look into civilization civilizations and things that we can't explain Mm -hmm. for instance stonehenge you know if you go back down a rabbit hole and that's one of Tons and tons of things on the earth that are completely unexplained, and we have Mm -hmm. no way to know what they really are. And there's all kinds of theories and stuff like that. And they do seem way ahead of their time technologically. Um, There are real mysteries. So I'm like, again, you're telling me there's a chance. There's always a chance. (laughs) I don't think they look like little green men. I think they'd be far scarier than that.
2: Well, you know, I I will I will quote Gene Roddenberry, the creator of Star Trek on this, uh, because somebody said something to him about ancient aliens and all that sort of stuff. And his quote was ancient astronauts didn't build the pyramids. Human beings built the pyramids because they're clever, they're smart and they work hard. You know, I mean, just because somebody did something awesome 10,000 years ago doesn't mean they weren't smart enough to be able to figure out how to do it. You know, I I have a show
0: for you. Damn it. I have to look it up. This is going to (laughs) bother me now. There's a show on Netflix that came out not too long ago and it's a it's a guy who's now he's considered a whack job by all of um. God dang it. I'm a terrible journalist. I'll look it up. <laughs> um, but anyway, I, I do recommend it. It gets a little woo woo and you kind of probably need to smoke weed to really take it in and I don't. <laughs> so maybe I missed part of it, but it is interesting on that topic mm-hmm. right there, Stephen.
2: I, and, and don't get me wrong. I, I watch all of those shows. Yeah, I, I am. I am. I am up to my eyeballs in all of that sort of stuff. Uh, Bill Shatner's got a uh, got a cool series called the the Unexplained.
0: Of course, why? Of course, who I'm talking to? Shatner's best friend. This is so up your alley. <laughs> it's not even funny.
2: But but you know, and they he talks about all kinds of different stuff, including aliens and old civilizations. Yes,
0: Ancient Apocalypse. Have you seen that one? Ooh no! Oh my god, it's so mm.
2: good. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but it says it is the <laughs> the headline I'm looking at says, Ancient Apocalypse is the most dangerous show on Netflix.
1: Oh, great. Nice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Truly preposterous theory is one of the streaming giant's biggest hits, and it seems to exist solely for conspiracy theorists. It's just entertainment, but it's interesting. So, Or is it? I know you can watch it and then we can we can have a whole episode about that thing.
1: Somebody posted on Facebook a picture in a grocery store where somebody the store actually took a um, the um, the tinfoil packages and put up a sign that said free hat included. (laughs) (laughs) Well played. Well Well played. played.
0: I'm not usually a conspiracy conspiracy theorist. About real things um, and and this and how these things become political is beyond me, because as I said on the air right. yesterday, yeah. if the aliens are coming, if it actually happens, this is when we need to get our shit together. Like we don't need to. But be we like, won't. And we never do. I, <laughs>
1: we never, ever, ever, ever do. You know, this is it's how like, we're going
0: out. This is a it.
1: thing that we all have to deal with. And suddenly it becomes politicized. And no I matter that,
2: what it is. Well, you know, yeah. and, I, and I and I won't get political, but I will say. That when that, that the first the big Chinese balloon started going over. Yeah, there were certain people on a, one side of the aisle that were going, shoot that fucker down. You know, if so and so was still in office, that thing would have been right. blown out of the sky yesterday. And then the other stuff shows up and are kind of like, oh, what are you blowing this stuff up for?
1: Right? <laughs> like, <laughs> <Really>? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs>
2: OK, wow. So this has absolutely nothing to do with balloons and unidentified. This is and that's And the other thing, it's just all all political. So, I just wow. think it yeah.
0: shouldn't be left versus right. I think it's going to need to be us versus whatever the fuck is that. Right. <laughs> exactly. Did they not
2: see Independence Day? Do we, do we just to have that Bill
1: Pullman f- come out oh, here and oh, will out together? We'll find out at some point, you <laughs> yeah. know, when the big mothership shows up. And, you know, <laughs> <Yep>. so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Until then, we're just going to play music for people. Until the whole uh, thing melts down, we're just going to be uh, the dancing monkey and we're going to play music. That's, I like that. That's I I'll, bet I
0: you,
2: I'll bet you Joe Biden does have Bill Pullman on speed dial,
0: though. <laughs> oh, yeah. He better.
2: Yeah. He's like, what was that speech again? That was really good. <laughs>
0: yeah, that was good. Somebody pull that up. That was good.
1: <laughs> OK, and speaking of music. Um, oh, that's after- right. Yeah, we do music from time to time. Yeah, on yeah, the, yeah. I mean, yeah. Don't, don't get me wrong. Online. I could keep talking about aliens in politics, but I think there should be like, you know, alcohol involved and people really shouldn't be listening to us talk about it. But um, that's true. Uh, <laughs> on the music front, is is it is it me or or is is the entire Bay Area music f- scene, and I'm and I'm going to extend that out to all the other major scenes in Austin and L.A. and all these different places that are just vibrating right now with the this this sense that not only have are things roaring back, but now we're getting to play with more colors. There's more stuff being made. There's more shows happening. There's more tours happening. Last week we talked about the big tours, but I'm not talking about the big tours. I'm talking about the stuff that's happening. In our neighborhoods. Yeah. And that's the stuff I think that all of this is built on chest. I want to hear all about your weekend's. Yeah, you guys did bone night out. Tell me about it because you blew my mind when we were talking about this.
0: Okay, so Saturday night, this is like before the aliens got here. So Saturday (laughs) night we had our Heartbreakers ball. We've been doing these. Let me take you back just a little bit. We've been doing these bone rock night out events uh, since last August. I think we started our first one with Lamont and uh, anniversary show at Retro Junkie. And that was the first one. And that went off like crazy at retro junkie very popular bar and i was like okay this is awesome let's hope this is a thing then we had one down in san jose with long gone bond uh britannia arms that one was off the richter scale hundreds of people there i mean and this this is a small place packed uh then we fast forward to this past weekend or then we had our christmas event excuse me christmas event at um, pacifica brewery which was a charity fundraiser tons and tons of people there Then last weekend, holy hell, we had an event, uh, Heartbreakers Ball at the back lounge in Dublin with the Merkins. All right. So, to give you some backstory here, the Merkins, Phil Demel and Marta Demel, by the way, I met Marta for the first time. Holy Mm -hmm. girl crush. Mm -hmm. He is. So badass. I mean, she's so cute, but she's just a lovely human. I mean, Phil, you're awesome, too. But Marta, wow. Um, So they own the Back Lounge in Dublin. And the Merkins are like this side cover band where Phil brings in all of his friends and they do this rotation of musicians to cover a bunch of rock hits. They did 40 songs, five hours of a set list. (laughs) They started at five. They ended at 1030. They had a half an hour stop down. The police came in that half an hour and then they started back up again. And in fact, I don't even know when Phil Demmel peed. Like, that's not a joke. I legitimately have that question for him. I need an answer. (laughs) Um, But it was so beyond packed. It didn't start until five at 415. As I'm almost there, I get a call. Holy hell, it's packed. Are you almost here? You're not going to be able to park. You're going to have to park like, you know, four blocks, five blocks down and walk over all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, my God, what's happening? You guys, I got there. You could barely fit one more body in that bar. And there were hundreds of people outside that couldn't even make it in the bar. Wow. It was People were everywhere. They were there. They were there early. They were ready to rock. They bought all the merch. They sold out. They created John Serrato. Love him. I mm. uh, created the um, graphic, the Merkins graphic that you saw on like the Bones website and everything. Right, yeah. And so they turned that into a T-shirt. They sold completely out. Mm. I mean, it was so intense. Lamont summed it up. It was like a scene out of Animal House. It felt like an old school house party from like the 80s or 90s where everyone was there in the beginning and they stayed all the way to the end and they raged Mm -hmm. the whole time. And I'm just sitting there looking around and I'm going, something is happening. And it wasn't just in that night. It's been building up to that. We were just at bottom of the hill Uh with Rusty Chains, in California and Corvus Lore a couple weekends ago. That was totally packed and Uh a raging night. It's starting to feel like things are really coming together in the local music scene, like in a big way.
1: Oh, yeah. And I mean, you just look ahead at the calendar. I mean, and in March on one night, um, I got invited to two different shows and I'm like, you know, I got Sophie's Choice now. One is uh, Zed, Corvus Lore and the Watchers at uh, mamakin which is a great space. And then over at the quarter note is Sultra Divine. I mean, it seems like every single night there's these bands that we're all getting to know, by the way. And I love that uh, uh, just about all of this. I'm not, I'm not going to do like a pat on the back or anything, but it, it thrills me that these bands that we are um, promoting, um, working with telling people about that they're finding each other because we're talking about them. And I, and I, I just love it. It's kind of like uh, introducing your kid to a new friend and, and then they go off and play and you're like, yes, like that's going to work out. And you look around and in every corner of the Bay area, bands are finding each other. Places are selling out. People are taking a risk on original music again because, you know, let's face it, post pandemic, there was there was kind of a like, well, we only want cover bands. We only want tribute bands. We want the things that we know are going to work. Yeah. Now I'm seeing those same venues now starting to book original music again and build these sets. It is so exciting. You can feel
0: it. You really can. I mean, it's the truth. I was texting you guys yesterday or emailing you guys. You know, I've watched a lot of interviews about Seattle in the 90s. And one thing that's cut through from a lot of people I've seen talk about it is that when they were living it, they knew it was cool and the bands were supporting each other, but they didn't recognize what it was. It was truly this really special lightning in a bottle kind of moment until it blew up and then they reflected back on it and they went, oh, wow, that really was neat. All the bands were going to all the bars to support. Support. They were all passing out flyers for one another, not just their own bands. And I, and I kind of feel like we're sitting in that moment a little bit, but we're able to recognize it because mm. it is our mission at Soundwaves, whether it's TV, FM, on social, whatever, um, and through the bone as well in partnership. It, it is a mission to help that happen. And we've been working really hard. I mean, you guys have been working on it 40 years this year. Um, and five years ago, I came on board and we really started putting a magnifying glass, I guess you could say, on the local scene. And I, I feel like five years is a long time. I mean, it is. But also, it's really nice to go, oh, this was kind of the big vision, the big picture we were waiting to see. Mm-hmm. I love opening social. And I'm like, oh, my God, look at that. Red Voodoo's with Pamela Parker. Oh, that's fun. Right. And and these bands that have met on the set of Soundwaves TV, they're playing gigs together. Like, oh, my God, it just makes <laughs> my heart explode.
2: No, that that definitely is part of it because, you know, if you go back ten, fifteen years, twenty years, whatever, sure, bands would find themselves. They would, you know, bump into each other at a venue or something like that. And but between social media and, yeah, Soundwaves TV, you know, we're we're kind of directing traffic, I like to think.
0: That's, a you good know, way to put we're, it. We're, yeah. we're
2: putting we're putting a spotlight on on the whole thing. We're turning the lights on and, you know, all the cockroaches are kind of <laughs> coming out and, you know, yeah. and getting ready to party. I mean, <laughs> it really is an opportunity for everybody to get to know everybody else. And, and you know, I like to think we're, we're sitting in the middle of it going, hey, you guys should meet these guys and go work with these guys. And and people are finding out about other people, you know, not just because of us. But I do like to think that we're we're a cog in the wheel.
0: I feel like we're doing the job we set out to do. Mm-hmm. I think, yes. you know, when you say directing traffic, I think that's a really good way to put it. You know, uh, I mean, Dennis just booked an entire gig that's happening in Longboard that like, you know, it was his handpick of bands and, and we're able to to know all of these players and go, Oh, that band would mesh well with that band and vice versa. I just and- did.
1: I introduced two bands um, three days ago. I was uh, somebody reached out to me and said, Hey, and this again, what an honor, you know, yeah. but to, to think that we, you know, but but the question was, who do you think we would pair well with? And I said, I think you guys would pair well with these guys. And I introduced them on email and they're putting shows together. We're like we're like musical
2: sommeliers, you know, I mean, we're we're
0: <laughs> we're,
2: we're helping people, you know, decide what uh, what a pair you should start with. And, you know,
0: <laughs> man, you are a wordsmith today. Stephen <laughs> Kirk. I am feeling your vibes today. No, see,
2: because we could we could just, you know, 40 years ago when we were first doing sound waves, we were just playing music. Right. You know, Oh, I like the song. I want to play this song. But we've we've evolved as the industry is involved as evolved. And and we're really not just playing music that we like, or not just, you know, playing music for the friends that we've got or anything like that. Yeah. You know, we actually really curate the list of 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 music that we put out there between Dennis on on the FM show and what we do on the regular TV show. And I'm I'm kind of proud of that. To be honest with you, we're yeah. not just sitting back playing music, being DJs. You know, we are not that Jesus, not that there's anything wrong with being a DJ. For I was going to say, sake, I feel attacked. You know? yeah, I like, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm FFS. FFS.
0: Nice. <clears throat> FFS. <laughs> right, right, right. Exactly. <laughs> No, no, but I- it's true. I like Saturday night, um, I was driving home from the, the crazy Merkins gig and it was 11 o'clock or 1115, something like that. And I'm in my truck and I i mean, I go to sleep early. Let's be real. Um, and it isn't every weekend that I make it up to listen to sound waves when it's actually on the radio. I, Because I am the program director, I get a little link with it before it makes me very happy. Um, So I get to listen to it when I want to, but to be in the car driving across the Bay Bridge, And listening in real time and hearing these bands that we know and love. And it's their first moment with it. This song has taken two years. Life Size Models is the one I was listening to. And like my heart was exploding. Um, You know, that took them two years, I think you said, to curate and get out into the world. Mm -hmm. And then I wake up on Sunday and we've been tagged by Life Size Models. And they're sitting in their car, Mm -hmm. listening to their song, being played on the radio for the first time and having like a reaction to it. I mean, that to me, that's 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 the best.
1: That's it. That's the best. That's that's the reason why to do it right there. You know, oh,
0: my God, I was Jay's driving the truck and we're going across the Bay Bridge and we're hitting like, you know, potholes and all kinds of crazy shit on the Bay Area freeways. And I'm trying to video it. and It's bouncing around. (laughs) So I couldn't post it because you couldn't even tell what it was. Um, But I was just like I was a really proud mama bear because I, you know, I would never say that this I would never say this is all because us. that's silly. there's a lot that goes into a local music scene but I will say I'm really proud of the work we've done. I think I, that's- You know
1: I will say this from like the creator uh, uh, perspective it's it uh, like when I make stuff I'm making it with my friends and that's most of my joy right mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. like the joy is in the doing so I, I truly believe that and so I, I have a great time building a show I have a great time working with you guys I have a great time doing all this stuff there's I'm not expecting you know uh, oh I'm going to make more money now or I'm not expecting oh 20,000 people are gonna click on that and like it. I don't do it for that. So I, I I don't, I don't. So based on that, when there is that moment when it's playing in the car, when there is that moment where so Mike my, my experience with Soundwaves FM ends pretty much when I hit the upload button and then I go on with my life. And then a couple of days later, you start seeing how it lands out there and you start seeing excited bands and people sharing and you realize in that particular moment that it has gone it's now left left your hands it's out there you know what i mean and i can't you can't do anything about it and there and that and that you know leaving the nest flying on its own feeling i never quantify that i never plan for it but my god that's the best feeling that is the best feeling to just go oh wow it it just did a thing it just Went beyond your expectations, you know, well, because
0: it had it landed with an impact, you know, like everybody's so motivated um, in the influencer world. Everyone, sure. I think, is so motivated by engagement and likes and comments. And I know a lot of people build their lives and their businesses around that. And so I'm right, not right. down. I'm not downplaying it. I'm not trying to shame anyone for living that way. No, no. But I, I just try don't really, come from
1: that. Yeah, yeah I don't
0: either. And yeah. and I try really yeah. hard to, to just find joy in the process because I do truly love everything I do um, and all the humans I get to do it with. And so when that happens, when you have somebody reach out to you and go, wow, this was really impactful. This was a moment in my life that I will have forever. I mean, that's a genuine human moment and connection. That's not a like, that's not a comment. That's not an emoji. That's not, I hit X amount of plays or whatever. That's very real. Like you're creating a moment for somebody that they'll hold on to. I mean, there's no better thing to do in my mind. And 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 it's about music. Are you kidding?
2: I, I feel like we're giving back when we do stuff because mm-hmm. music has meant so much to to all of us, the three of us, plus everybody else on the show, everybody that we're involved with. Our, our common thread is music mm-hmm. and music has meant so much to all of us for so many years. And now we're in a position where we can give back to music. You know, we can use our platform to introduce this band to an audience, to give somebody a venue where they can express themselves and and know they're not just shouting into the void. You know, we're giving them an audience. We're giving them a platform. And that's, for me, that's, you know, kind of like my way of saying thank you to the music, you know? And it may not be, you know, this particular artist that's being played on the FM show this week. I'm not doing it for you per se, I'm doing it for everybody.
0: Yeah. You know, yeah. and
2: that's, that's what I get out of it because I, I feel like I owe it to music because music's done so much for me, you know, so below true. these many years. That's yeah. a good way to put it. Yeah. That
0: is a beautiful way to put it. I, yeah, I, I kind of think of music as an entity. I don't know if you guys, like when you you have to frame it in your head as what it is because it is so hard to capture in words. I always think of it as like this floating entity Uh, That kind of, you know, swings through your soul and moves you and changes you and attaches you to things. And 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 you're right. It's like a living, breathing thing. And so it's given to us. And this is our way of of saying thank you and giving back. I love it. Holy shit. We're on one. That was great. (laughs) We've outdone ourselves, kids.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So um, if you're listening and if you live in the Bay Area, we haven't I'm going to I'm going to announce something we haven't announced yet. And that's um, and so our, our season's coming back March 30th and there's significance to that day. But we'll be back with our sixth season of Soundwaves TV and um, we're going to kick off. We're actually already working on it. We're actually uh, out there shooting some new segments that you'll see um during this season but we're going to kick things off the last time we did anything together um the last big thing was the christmas show and we always invite our fans and friends and all the people in our life who follow us and we love them and you know so so we're gonna reach out and say if you if you like uh, are free on february 25th we're gonna do a thing on the show we do the mass debate. And that's us chewing on a topic. And, you know, we named it like that because we're all 12 year olds. And um, (laughs) we thought, how fun would it be to do this in front of a crowd? And we've been talking about this. We're finally going to do it. We're going to shoot a bunch of these um, on February 25th at Longboard starting probably around noon. And that's in Pacifica. And the whole idea is to just pre-shoot a bunch of these things. The whole Soundwaves TV cast and crew is going to be there. And uh, it's going to be insane. Steve pointed out earlier before we rolled that um, by the time we get to like the seventh or eighth one, we will have been drinking.
2: <laughs> and hopefully <laughs> so will the audience. Sorry,
0: Right. That's true. Yeah. And then we're going to put them like each. One, so let's just say we do seven. Um, then they're going to each land in an episode. Right. So the right, first. one. Exactly. Final- the first one in the first episode of the season will be fairly normal, fairly and sober. By the seventh one, right. it's going to be a shit show. Is that what we're pretty saying? much? Okay. Yeah, I oh, think good. that's where we're. So going yeah, get
2: this. your get your piss drunk meter out <laughs> and kind of watch the season to see where we uh, see where we land. <laughs> see if you can tell when we shot that because they may not go in chronological order. Oh, that should, that's, that's just, a fun one. That's, that's, that's true. That, that should that's be true. a game, actually. Yeah. No, yeah.
1: There you go. By no, the time you get to the end of the season.
2: Seven mass debates, and right. you let us know what order they were shot in. And we'll, and then we'll whoever, give you a T-shirt. Uh, whoever gets it right goes in the <laughs> hat and gets a, wins a T-shirt or something.
0: I shirt. love that one. Even if you can guess which <laughs> one's the drunkest, you'll win a prize.
2: <laughs> that shouldn't be difficult. That shouldn't be. <laughs> okay, and and TLDR, Dennis wants to mass debate in public and have all his friends and family there to experience it.
1: You say that like there's something wrong with that, Steve. I mean, come on.
0: Well, it was
1: your idea. You see? Yeah, exactly.
0: Um,
1: so it'll be fun. That'll be a good time. So uh, look for our social media. We're going to put it up all over our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and we'll, um, we're will we going to put the date out there uh, just just to remind you. But we will be back on March 30th. And um, the reason for that is because our 40th anniversary is March 30th. And we usually come back like on the 15th or the 20th of March. And I'm like, oh, no, let's just nudge that down to March 30th. So we're going to actually come back. Uh, with a 30 episode season on the 40th anniversary of the very day that we first did this when we were teenagers
0: at the so. time, too. Right.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, are, we gonna ta- are we going to be in, baby? OK,
0: I was going to say, are yep, we telling yep, that yep. part? I mean, okay, I just want, I want to say go this, all the way
1: with it. You yeah,
0: know, no, that, we have to. I want to say to. this is very on brand for you guys because you're very full of nostalgia and you love anniversaries and you love very specific sort of nerdy little trivia fun facts and so like you will get down to the the grains on this. So tell everyone when you say it started March 30th, 40 years ago. Tell them what that means.
1: That means that um, when I was a teenager, I volunteered at a public access station and I did a. Show show I actually um, I, I did a show with my buddy Dean and it was the D&D rock show and it was a a radio on TV because on cable you had like just a card up and then you played music and I always wanted to be a radio DJ and so that was um, what we did for about a year and uh, actually about nine months into that year Steve Brown decided to turn the camera on and suddenly we're on TV playing music (laughs) and and so now we're TV hosts. Uh, Dean was actually gone by then so then uh, we just revamped the whole thing, we changed the format brought some more people in and uh, rebranded it sound waves and sound waves. Number one was March 30th, uh, two hours after school one day, and then it settled <laughs> into a one hour thing. And then we did that forever. And then it became a music video show and then it became an on location thing and then it became multiple hosts and it just kept morphing and changing. Um, and now we're here and we have uh, radio and podcasts and all kinds of stuff. So, um, it's just been an extension of us. I, you know what? We're working on a movie and we're working on a book and and people ask about like exactly what you did. What does it all mean? And I I think I finally stumbled upon the answer. And that's that um, when you're young or when you love music, you're always sharing music with people. Mm -hmm. And when we were teenagers, we would always be slipping people tapes. Check this band out. Listen to this album. Ozzy's got a new album. Check this one out from so and so. And we were always sharing music. And 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 since the very beginning, Soundwaves has always been about always in every format has always been about, hey, you got to hear this song, mm-hmm. whether it's an old song, a classic song, nostalgic, you know, hey, this is happening 40 years ago. Check out this new band. We've always been about that. Yeah. So whatever form Soundwaves has taken, whoever has hosted it and we've had a, a lot of different hosts over the years, whatever, whatever it's been, it's always just been about that kernel that you got to hear this song.
0: That gives me the goosebumps because as uh, a youngin, I was all, I was the queen of the mixtape. Like if you were in my life, you, you were subjected to (laughs) getting as mixtape for me. And it would always like, it would always have inner meanings on a crush or or whatever. And I was trying to speak to somebody through my lyrics, you know, that kind of crap. And, yeah. Hell, I mean, Jay and I, and when we first started uh, dating in the MySpace days, that's how we used to communicate our feelings for each other is, you know, in MySpace, you could change the song that was playing. on Oh, your right. Yeah. So we would change it and yep. and it would be like it would be a message to the one. We never say anything about it, but we would just like check out each other's profile, hear the song and sort of read through the lines. It was it was a very uh, <laughs> modern day of like writing a, a letter to somebody. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was. A different things. So I love that that was your mission all those years ago. And it's still the same. I mean, I've told you that a million times. That's why I came on board. Cause I was like, these guys have been doing it with this much passion all these years. Where do I sign? Please let me be nice. a part of this magical thing. So I, I'm so excited on everything that's going to happen this year. And we have not announced everything that's going to happen this year, but no. going to be massive.
1: No, there's a lot this year. Yeah, There's a lot. I think we should just take next year off because this year is going to be <laughs>
0: We're going to shoot our wad and then I don't know what we're going to do.
2: Remember, she said that
0: <laughs> we don't have an HR department. So it's fine. Right, exactly. fine.
2: All right. So, you know, for granted, Soundways has been around for 40 years and I, I've been there for most of it. You know, like Dennis said, he started before I got there. But it was pretty much the same as you, Chasta, because when, as soon as I met Dennis and started working on the show, it was just like that. Yeah. You know, and I I haven't turned back since. You know, yeah. it's just been it's been what I do and I I wouldn't have it any other way, you know, for all. the And especially when the time that we were coming up and that I first started getting involved with the show was, you know, back in my heyday, back in the back in the 80s, because I loved all the music. And that's and I'll be honest with you. I mean, that's part of the reason, because we talk about how music takes you to a place, you okay. know, how it's, a, you know, like a, a pinpoint in the map kind of thing when you hear a song and you boom right there. That's I think that's one of the reasons, to be honest with you, that the 80s resonates with me so much today because it reminds me of starting doing sound waves. And mm. that was when that whole magical time first started. Yeah, yeah. because got, when I moved down to L.A., you know, I wasn't as involved and everything. But when things were at their at their craziest, at their zaniest, at their most creative It was in that time when all that cool 80s music was going on. So I think that that's one of the reasons that I I look so affectionately back on the music of that time because I look so affectionately back at that time in my life. Oh, yeah. And it's and it's all it's all because of Soundwaves. And now it's kind of like the mission statement has changed a little bit, because as we've been doing the show for the past almost six years now, now it's 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 not just about me and what's going on in my head. You know, it's about this music and it's great to be able to, to share it with everybody, you know, and I'll tell you real quick. I I know some people who, who collect things, you know, and they say, look, I've got this cool stuff. See how awesome I am because I have this thing or I have these things or whatever. I've got cool stuff. You know, I've got a, a Christopher Reeve Superman cape hanging on my wall. I got Rocky Balboa trunks hanging up behind me. When I show that stuff to people, you know what I do? I go, Hey, look how cool this is. I, I'm showing it to them because I want to share with them how cool it is, not because I'm cool because I own something. It's not I'm better than you because I have something you don't have. Mm-hmm. Sharing the music is the same way. I'm sharing music with people because it means a lot to me. And I want you to experience what I experience by it.
0: Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and that's
2: what SoundWaves has really become over the past few years, ever since you, you got involved, Chasta.
0: Well, thank you. That means a lot. You know, you just brought up something that reminded me of uh, Baby Huey at The Bone. We've had uh, private conversations. I hope he's okay with me sharing this. I'm gonna. <laughs> um About our role as uh, in what we do, uh, you know, in, in the rock and roll world. And, you know, for him, he's always loved meeting rock stars, but it was never about meeting rock stars. It was being the access point for other people to get to the rock stars they loved, right? The conduit. So it's like, yes, we have access to people, musicians that we respect, whether they're known or unknown or whatever, it doesn't matter. Everybody has their own following, but we have access to these amazing creative human beings. And then we can be the conduit. To how it gets out into the world and to the people who love it and man I mean he, he said that to me one day and I was like that's exactly how I've always felt maybe I just didn't have the words to say it but he and I really bond over that role and I think that's our role here uh at sound waves and the bone I mean I think it I see it all as one thing of course because I do right. all of it um but it really is such a special thing you know I mean it's awesome to be backstage and doing something cool or meeting a rock star or interviewing somebody that you have mad respect for but at the end of the day it really is just about turning that spotlight around and going, look out there, look at that. That's Mm -hmm. amazing. You should be watching that. You should be listening to that. You should know that person. I mean, I take that very seriously. You know, I feel like that's my, my hour um, I'm speaking on your legacy now, but I feel like that's our legacy. That's like why we're here. It's no, it's the- it's
1: our it's it's our legacy. It you know, is. You're a part of this family, and you're never going anywhere, and we're never going to let you.
0: <laughs> 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 well, I, thank you. I appreciate it. Well, I, right. I did. I did actually physically barge my way in. So yes. <laughs> and, and do
2: you really think? It's any coincidence that all these all these unidentified flying objects are showing up all of a sudden in the skies over America at the same time that we talk about how we're going to be world premiering this new Sam Chase video. I don't see? think so. Ah, oh, right. I, I, like I think that I think they got the word. And yeah, yeah, just- that's true on our
1: 150th episode, which is the next time you see us. Actually, we've UFOs got- <laughs> parked over Pacifica, California. <laughs> That'd make a that would be a great music video. Sam's got to get on that.
0: Oh, Sam! Uh, the, like his new
1: video is amazing, but you know, just add aliens. Well, Alien he's invasion, always looking yeah.
0: to you know up the ante. He's always looking right. for the next crazy level. So <laughs> there you go. Now I feel like my pits are sweating all over. It all comes Damn around. It,
1: so stick with us. Uh You're gonna see a lot of sound waves, and hopefully, you uh, now you have an idea of why we do what we do. And I don't want to be anywhere else this year, guys. We're going to have a lot of
2: fun.
0: When I stand in these moments, I stand in those rooms, I look around and I see what's happening. I'm like, this is yeah yeah cool,
2: yep. world cool. domination yeah the I mean, aliens it, are pissed at us because we're doing world domination and that's what they wanted to do
0: I know we've said that we've said that term too many times I think because we say that world domination thing and it in goes out, it meetings. goes
2: out through the airwaves and you know yeah it's like, it's like the opening
1: of the movie contact where we're backing away from the earth yeah. and you hear all those you know radio reports and you hear us you yeah. know talking blah blah
2: about- blah you hear chest up for fuck's sake you know <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh my God, I almost <laughs> fell out of my chair.
1: <laughs> Thank you for listening to Sound Waves TMI featuring Chasta, Stephen Kirk, and yours truly, Dennis Willis. The part of the announcer was played by Kelly Ogden. Please like and subscribe to Soundwaves TMI wherever you are listening from. Soundwaves TMI is presented in part by the Longboard Bar in Pacifica, California, a world-class music venue and neighborhood bar all under one roof. Also, please consider helping us continue our mission of lifting and supporting independent music and the Bay Area music scene by becoming a Soundwaves patron. In exchange, you'll be the first to see and hear weekly shows such as Soundwaves TV, Soundwaves FM, and the Soundwaves TMI podcast, as well as exclusive content. Just go to patreon.com slash soundwaves tv. For all things Soundwaves, follow us on social Social media at Soundwaves TV or just go to soundwavestv.com.